Welcome to Dropped Again. As always, I'm Arslan Kadir. And you know what? Usually I have with me Shahid Kishvani. But this week, I've got with me the Prince of Nepal, Shahid Kishvani. (laughs) (laughs) Shady, you look like right now you're in what is a mix between the, the Nepali Palace, a Nepali Palace, but also a Karai Point restaurant in Mississauga right now. So what, what's going on, my dude? Where are you? How are you? It's been a little while. What's going on? Yeah, just kicking my feet up here um, in my suite. Um, I got to say, like, uh, <laughs> the Prince thing is, is a funny, funny touch, but I, it definitely feels like that, man. It's like five-star service, everything from, uh, from my flight, um, you know, my Emirates flight uh, from Toronto. And, and then ever since I got here, like... Uh, five-star service and i guess if like i'm the prince then um you know pubadu the head coach of nepal like he is the king of nepal man he's definitely the king of nepal and and um i guess you know as a result of that like i, I can't complain about the treatment here it's fantastic i'm so uh, happy to be here and like moreover um i'm just happy to be in in, in the role that i'm in and uh it's awesome man it's awesome T- tell us about this because you, you're now what a few weeks into this role um going down i think you guys just won a series against zimbabwe uh zimbabwe a team if i'm not mistaken so tell us a little bit about how the opportunity came to be but then also what it's been like the first few weeks that you've been there yeah so um you know pubadu uh took the role with nepal cricket in january and um you know he, he to be honest he called me in january and said uh that he wants to to bring me in the coaching staff and um you know running kind of a couple of rules uh with regards to Yes, coaching staff and and obviously a uh, main role of of strength and conditioning. Um, so so that's kind of what I do. I got a couple hats on here for sure, as as he does. Um, and uh, yeah, like coming here, um, I was kind of in golf right away in the in the ODI series against Zimbabwe, a um, which had you know a few test players that have played for Zimbabwe, so they're they're a good side, and 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 I kind of got to to get my you know, soak up a little bit of what to expect from, from our guys. So it was a, a bit of, you know, observing and, and trying to, trying to mix into the culture as, as quickly as possible. Um, which, you know, I think I've done now, uh, you said it's been two weeks. I felt, I feel like I've been here for two months. Uh, and the reason is just cause how, how welcoming, uh, how welcoming they, they are and the boys and the culture and, and how easy it was for me to, to kind of settle in. Um, you know, again, thanks to, thanks to Pubadu who, uh, who brought me in here with a lot of, um respect uh and so i think that was um sort of translated through really easily and, and i felt uh, i felt at home like like right away just just staying on that because you talked about Pubudu being the king of nepal and the reason you say that is you know he's led them to odi status he's led them to a world cup um but that when he's bringing somebody like you in and i'm we all know Pubudu. He's he's hyping you up when you're coming in. Nah, Maja, this guy, Maja, he's he's the best. So I don't know what accent that was, but we're just gonna run with it. Does that puts a little bit of pressure on you too? So how were the boys when you first came in? Because they might have been like, oh, this is the this is the Shahid Kishwani that Pubudu's been been raving about since January. Yeah, man. Like I, I know I cut like from a humble place, as humble as I can be. Like I'm really confident in what I do and what I can deliver um, from 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 the hats that I kind of wear. So, uh, yeah, I came in with a bunch of confidence and and um, you know the, I got nothing but respect from the guys. Like you know coming here, you you know our captain is is Sandeep Lamachane, who's played IPL and CPL and and, and obviously has a huge name. And and then you've got guys like Son Paul Kami and and Karen Casey who are you know super experienced guys and and, and senior guys, and, and you can kind of tell right away that there's a there's a there's a seniority as as it as it is with all kind of asian uh asian cricket countries but again just that mutual respect i think was there and and you know when it comes to like cricket like 
cricketers will always recognize cricketers, you know, and like I talked about it so many times on this podcast, uh, we've talked about it. Um, and it's, it's no different. Like, you know, even when it comes to like, we've got a sidearm guy who, who played for Nepal and he's from India and, um, you know, proper cricketer mentality. And then sort of when we talk and, and go and have a couple of beers and stuff is just right away. It's just like, you know, we, we knew you were a cricketer right away. And, and we kind of, um, you know, obviously value Pupadu's, um, you know, words and, and opinions and all that sort of stuff. So like, I, I was, I was, um, I was accepted right away. And, uh, you know, I, I speak a little bit of Hindi. It's, <laughs> it, it gets a little better when I've had a couple beers, but I haven't really had too many since I've been here. It's been, uh, it's been full work mode. And like, that's the best part about this role is like, I got to come in um, and observe first and then sort of, you know, see how, you know, certain players are moving, how players like work with the physio. There's a full staff here, like doctor, everything. So I got to observe first and then I got to implement my plan. And like, I've kind of been given the responsibility to sort of run, I guess, the majority of that side of things um, and, and, and implement some things that are, I guess, just a, maybe a little bit more professional than they were doing before. Um, and uh, being able to come in like as a specialist is, is kind of uh, the rule that I was really looking for within, you know, the realms of, of what I can, I can deliver. So like, it was everything, man. It, I, all the, the boxes were, were sort of ticked and, and, and here I am, man. That's awesome. And it didn't hurt. It didn't hurt winning. It didn't hurt winning a trophy, like right off the bat. Like we won that series, um, uh, two, one. Uh, so that like, you know, how, how I kind of, I almost felt like I was cursed. I think we talked about that before. Like I, I, you know, my Titans team, the US opens and, and then the Toronto cricket club stuff. And like, I can't, I don't even think I've ever lifted a cricket trophy. So, um, you know, thanks to well, Ubudu, who I, I did under under 19 world cup qualifier you would have lifted a trophy the america's cup you would have oh, lifted yeah. that yeah so yeah, i'll give it i'll give yeah, it to you right. yeah i All mean right. it's i'll take that's that. going back nearly 20 years though so uh it's and, probably about time and, and my uh and my world cup man of the match trophy not a big deal just have to put that one out there too that doesn't count individual individual awards don't I, count that's I why I, I hide all my I hide my individual awards behind me when I when I do the podcast. <laughs> Talk to me about Nepali country though, man. Like it's it's not one of those that we hear about, right? Like we obviously hear about the the mountain ranges, um, you know, Mount Everest, all that fun stuff, the Himalayas. But what what is Nepal like as a country? Um, I, I don't think you'd been there, so I just want to kind of get your take on what your first reaction was uh, and your first take when you got there. Yeah, like it's. Like, so I'm in Kathmandu um, and it's beautiful, like uh, obviously mountains in the background. And um, one thing I didn't know about Nepal is like, it's like the flag country of the world. So like, there's a lot of flags everywhere. Um, I guess not like Nepali, like, yeah, like the Nepal flag. Yes. But then just like flags, like, you know, just waving around everywhere. So there's, there's a lot of flags, um, which kind of makes it a little bit cool. And then there's like, what I thought there'd be like a lot of, like in India, like a lot of what do we call them? Like tuk-tuks um, and I call them tuk-tuk in, in, in Sri Lanka. Rickshaw. Yeah, that's the one. Um, but there, there aren't any of those in, in, in Kathmandu. So there's a lot of motorbikes. There's a lot of honking of horns, of course, uh, but it's not as busy as India. Like it's not as crazy busy as India. Maybe, um, you know, there's definitely traffic. It's definitely very similar. You know, there's, there's goats and, and there's, uh, there's a lot of fruit. There's a, like every store is selling fruit. So I think, um, <laughs> <laughs> the farmers must be doing really well. Um, but in terms of that, it's, 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 it's beautiful, man. And like the people, the culture are beautiful. Um, it's very, it's a very Hindu dominant culture here, but there's Muslims, um, there's Buddhists, um, and there's, you know, a lot of different looking people, right? You've got like a lot of Asian influence in there. You've got a lot of Indian influence in there. And then one other thing I didn't know is that there's, no border between India and Nepal. So you can just kind of travel from India to Nepal, no problem. There's oh, no interesting. So I, yeah, yeah. So I didn't know about that. And I think, if I'm not mistaken, uh, Nepal is like on the border or like on the, I guess, yeah, borderline of, of Bihar. Um, so a lot of my Guyanese and Trini friends, your ancestors are, are not too far from from. The, the border of Nepal, because I believe a lot of the Guyanese community and, and, and Trinidad community, if I'm not mistaken, come from that side, uh, the Bihar side. Um, I have to do my research on that, but I'm pretty sure I'm right. 
uh, just based on some of the last names. I thought they don't they all just come from Burbies? Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's a different B city that you're thinking of. No, just, uh, yeah, <laughs> 1100 mile long border. That's an open border between India and Nepal. So you learn something new every day. That's that's fantastic. Let's uh, yeah. let's let's talk a little bit about. Um, I want to I want to know about Sandeep, obviously, because he's the one name that you know that everybody around world cricket is going to know. He's played in the IPL, he's played in the BBL, he's played in the GT Twenty, he's played in in England, he's played he's played everywhere. So talk to us a little bit about Sandeep, the kind of personality he is. He's also now captain. So when you talk about King, this guy must be the god of Nepal cricket. Yeah, he definitely um, definitely carries. Uh... The burden of responsibility um, as captain of Nepal. One thing I didn't mention as well was like the the there's like thousands of people that come to the games. So yeah, I was you know really taken aback by um, by how many people there were, and 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 cricket is the number one sport in Nepal, and people know, and they will they will cheer when you do well, and they will they will kind of boo and, and, and jeer a little bit when, uh, when you don't. So, um, so a guy like him, you know, definitely carries the burden of, of the country on his shoulders with, with being given the captaincy, uh, just recently. Um, he's also sort of filling the shoes of, of, of the legendary Paris Kotka, who, um, who is a legend of Nepal. There's no doubt about that. Um, but yeah, like as a guy, um, Super charismatic guy, um, you know, always smiling, always laughing. Um, handsome fella too. He'll appreciate me saying that. Like really nice smile, like really nice, uh, really nice demeanor about him, and um, beautiful voice. Like he's got a guitar in his room, and he he actually is a singer. He actually has like some songs out on YouTube. So if you're into like you know those nice voice, romantic Hindi slash Nepali songs. Um, YouTube his his stuff like he's got a really nice voice and and loves to sing so that's something that you wouldn't know about him and yeah and being the glove man uh during warm-ups and stuff uh for the bowlers you know I get to I get to glove when when he's warming up and bowling so yeah he's he's definitely a world-class spinner there's no doubt he's got all the deliveries um slider flipper googly uh obviously the conventional leg break and then you know different variations of those as well so um, you know, nothing but obviously good things to say about him. And, um, he's just kind of getting his, his, his wits about him, I think in this role, um, because, you know, going from just being a, a player to becoming a captain is, is obviously, uh, tough in, in this part of the world and things like media. And like, dude, when I talk about media, like there are a hundred cameras in his face and for post-game, uh, interviews and stuff after the game, hundred, uh, of, of that. So, Media is a huge thing here, and like I said, it's the it's the number one sport in Nepal, and it's uh, it's a big deal. So, um, yeah, man, and I kind of look forward to to getting to know him more. I actually, um, he's actually taken on the, the strength and conditioning side because uh, he's definitely not the fittest guy. Uh, I don't, I'm not sure he's really taken it seriously in, in his um, in his early stages of his career. But I think uh, just, and I don't know him personally, yeah. but he's 21 yeah. years old. Right. So yeah. to think about the amount of success you've had at, by the age of 21, I mean, he really he's kind of a bit like Rashid Khan. Don't know what Rashid Khan's real age is, but at 16, he's kind of thrown into the fray of things. Right. So um, yeah. it's tough to really take your your fitness that seriously at that age, because you're naturally a little bit like you could your metabolism is is higher and faster. You know, you, you're in the heat of Nepal year round, so you're probably going to burn that weight off anyways. Um, mm -hmm. it's really when you get a little bit older that you start to take it a little bit more seriously, you know? So that's the other thing I was going to ask you is that he's achieved so much at 21. Where's the ceiling for this guy? Yeah, I think we're about to find out because there's no escaping the, the training sessions, uh, the gym sessions. <laughs> um, and he, he kind of realizes that, Hey man, like, you know, uh, I guess I, there's only up from here in terms of my body and my fitness and like, like you said, yeah, he's 21 years old and he's already played in the IPL, a couple of big bashes, a couple of CPLs. Um, and again, it's like a guy like him, like it's not, you know, it's, it wasn't his fault that he's getting picked in these things. You get picked at a young age, you're kind of, all right, like I'm, I'm, I'm making a good bit of money here. And so, you know, if you, you kind of put yourself in his shoes a little bit, um, being that young, 
um, you know, it, it wouldn't be that easy to kind of really figure out what life is about. You've got so many people in your ear telling you what to do, telling you what to think. Uh, but again, one thing about him is like, he's, he's, he's a very, very smart guy, very, very mature for his age in terms of, uh, obviously experiences. And he's obviously played amongst the best players and, and been in dressing rooms with some of the, some of the greats. Um, but, uh, you know, to kind of sum that up, I, I think he's got some, some, some postural issues that we're, we're looking at in terms of strengthening. Um, and the more we spend, you know, time on, on working on his fitness, I think he'll become a better player. I think he'll become more confident. Uh, and then like my job is to keep him on the field, right? Like if he's fit and he's strong, um, and he's bowling well and he's not, you know, and dealing with any injuries, um, then I'm kind of doing my job and, and, and obviously things happen, but, uh, yeah, just looking forward to working with him more and, 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 and everybody of course as well, yeah. but, uh, but, uh, but definitely, um, definitely happy to, to kind of help him out. Yeah. And I mean, he's the one name that stands out, right? Anybody you talk to Nepal yeah. cricket, it, it's yeah. Sandeep's name is going to come out first. So let's, let's switch gears here. Uh, Shady, it's, it's been a while that we've spoken, but a lot's gone on. Right. And I want to switch gears to Canadian cricket here because there's been a lot over the last couple of weeks. Uh, there was a AGM that took place and I don't know I mean, I, I think the minutes have been released and the res- reports have been released, but the main thing is that nobody's really been kicked out or everybody's sort of been reelected. And the funny thing with the reelection is all these are non-contested reelections. So uh, I don't know if you saw, but Ranjit Chaudhary put a beautiful post on Insta- on Facebook about um, how excited he is to run for president of Cricket Canada and you know, everybody is just stroking him off in the comment section. Um, and then next thing you know, you know, minutes beforehand, he pulls out uh, and decides not to run anymore. And this has been happening for years where it happens. It's just for show. We've got two or three candidates and then the last minute they pull out. Right. So like it, it's a facade. It's a joke. Uh, and I, you could see it from a mile away, but nothing's really changed. And at the end of the day, these guys got a trip out to Halifax to enjoy some dinners. And uh, it'd be interesting to see what comes out of it. So that's one thing. So I'd love to get your take on that. Uh, And then league cricket starting. So let's talk about that a little bit too. But I want to, I want to kick it off to you with, uh, with the cricket Canada stuff, Shady. Yeah. I mean, uh, I guess it's another, um, another opportunity uh, for cricket Canada uh, at a clean slate. Uh, That's kind of how I like to look at it. I mean, I think with what, kind of happened in the latest qualifier um we are at, at ground zero again so you know if anything the that board can can learn from is is from the previous sort of two three years in terms of what they did or, or didn't do and now they have another opportunity at it um i think when it comes to the political side of things and, and you know the last minute pulling out and stuff like that um that's probably always the safe bet <laughs> no pun there um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm really like, we're fans, right? Like I'm a fan of cricket Canada. I so want cricket Canada to do well. I got so many friends in the team. I got friends that are even, you know, in the board to an extent, right? Like I, I root for everyone. Um, and I just hope that, you know, with this clean slate, they're, they're looking at things from a, from a lens that is uh, an experienced lens, right? Like how do we learn from our mistakes? What can we do better? Um, and, uh, and that's kind of where, where things are at. So yeah, you know, it'd be nice to see the minutes and, and, and stuff like that. If you're, if you're really into it, um, just to kind of see what goes on, but I did see the, the round table. I mean, is it, is there like, was there always that many like people in the board? Like there's a lot of guys in that room there. There, there is so a I lot don't of know guys. If that's, and, and, and I that's, that's, I don't know what and they I didn't all recognize do. any of them. Yeah. I don't know what they all Nor- do. Um, so it'll be interesting to, I don't, I, like I said, I, I know a lot of these guys are volunteers. I don't know who gets paid, who doesn't get paid um, yeah. and whatnot, all that, all that jazz. I, I'm assuming they're all going to say we're volunteers, but somehow um, whatever, I'm not going to get into that side of things, but yeah, there, there, there were a lot of folks, a lot of folks with their laptops open, didn't look like any discussion. <laughs> You'll notice yeah, so, there so, was a meeting a couple of months ago and they were all just staring at their laptops and no discussion. It's like, what's the point of an AGM if you're not going to discuss anything? So, um, 
So that's the thing for me is like, obviously, like those were pictures. So I'm sure they were talking along the way. But with all the laptop stuff and all the planning and all the PowerPoint presentations, like, is that not like, are they not allowed to like disclose sort of the vision um, and the plan? Um, because I, I, I think like, it would be awesome to see like what, not everything, right? But like, what, what's the general plan of, of, of that you guys had or, or that was talked about um, on, on the PowerPoint there? Uh, I think that would be awesome for, for the public to see um, so that, you know, there's some accountability there. Like, this is our plan and this is how it works in, 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 in cricket and cricket boards is like, there's a two-year sort of vision. And I, for me, I would say, okay, 2024 World Cup, how easy is it going to be for Canada to qualify? I'd say the easiest it's ever been. And you start from Oh, we've spoken about that. If they don't, back. if they don't qualify yeah, for yeah. that there, it's, uh, so, no, you know, so I don't know. I know. There's, there's grassroots and all this stuff in there, but like, it'd be awesome to see that vision and that plan. Um, just be like disclosed a little bit. Well, I'll tell you what's come out of it. All right. So, um, Rashpal Bajwa was reelected. So there's a new Congrats. story. On, there's a new story on that. Um, brilliant picture um of him uh they've advertised a position for national coach of canada so that's their umrinder binder is out um they have invited applications for the position of national selector so it looks like mukesh narula is out and they've also invited applications for the position of an events manager i believe there was something that came out and i haven't honestly You've been busy. I've been busy. We've got our lives. Cricket yeah. Canada is the only thing that we worry about. But yeah, so here we go. The 2022 Cricket AGM, the first since the onset of COVID to have attendees physically present. Congratulations. You did it. Uh, also witnessed the re-election of Farhan Khan as secretary and Amjad Bajwa as director at large. Rohit Agarwal was also elected as a director at large for his very first term. During the two-day meeting, which was attended by representatives of all 10 of Cricket Canada's member provinces, so that's who you saw is member oh, provinces. Okay. Yeah. Uh, implementation of several exciting in several exciting initiatives aimed towards the further development and promotion of Canadian cricket were also formulated. The initiatives that have been identified for the implementation within the immediate future, including the launching of a new high-performance league. Is this what we've been talking about for two years on Dropped Again, this new high-performance league? A revamped domestic structure to include a Canada National T20 tournament with full participation of all provinces and the execution of a new strategic plan. I would love to see this strategic plan for one, this high performance league. Shady, we've talked about it on this podcast so many times, but I want to see what it is. And a new Canada National T20 tournament. So there hasn't been a new one every year for the last 20 years that they've tried to do this. So it'll be interesting to see, but it doesn't look like anything has actually come out of this. Just the president's name printed on a, on a, on a cricket ball. Right. So there's the hopes, like kind of like the dreams are, are, are being sold there and they got work to do, right? Like they gotta, they gotta sell, they gotta sell more than just the, the words now. Right. Like um, I think having a, a, a provincial tournament, like we've talked about, like, I think like when we call a spade a spade, right. It's like, um, we're all like the best cricketers and how do we just identify with the best cricketers before we invite all the provinces and all these, like, that's a lot of money, right. You're talking about flights. You're talking about a lot hotels, of waste of money about, is what it is. Talking about that. Yeah. So like, I know that it would be awesome to have the, you know, the top cricketers. Do we have scouts, um, scouts that are qualified, uh, what the qualifications are would be, you know, sort of beyond me in terms of that but well, i'll tell you just go and identi identify um uh, some of the, the the major talent around and 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 you know kind of bring them into ontario toronto which is the hub um and like well, vancouver is not too far behind i'm sure there's a lot of good players there but let's sort of identify them and bring them forward and not play these tournaments on on lackluster wickets like um king city's done in terms of its ability to, to yeah. provide good quality one day or T20 quality wickets. Like even if they were to work on them night and day for one month and not touch them, like they would be, just be good maybe for the first game, but the soil, the way it is, they're old. Like they're just not, it's not, it's not good enough. So um, they have you, to maybe transition to another ground. You know what would make sense? Well, a couple of things. I'll talk, I'll come to your, your point about the ability to like, or do we have capable 
uh, scouts or selectors. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I'll, I'll come to that in just a second, but you know, it'd be great is why not host regional tournaments, then pick the best teams from that regional tournament and then fly those. And then you can have a three team tournament, Ontario versus the East versus the West. Ontario's got enough players. The West doesn't have enough players and the East doesn't have enough players. Ontario is probably going to come out on top in all fairness, but that's your, that's your tournament. And it, you can have a mix of, it's a week long. You can play each team plays each other twice. And then you have a final, whatever it is, three games, four games, five games, the amount of money you're going to save by doing it regionally for one, for starters, you bring in all the best players together. You do not have to worry about flights, hotels, all that jazz. And then you can, start to limit the pool rather than having to watch seven games going on at the same time to try and figure out who the best players are. You're yeah. watching one game, right? It's yeah. Ontario versus the East. That's the game that all the selectors are watching the next day. And stream it. it. Exactly. Like stream I don't, it. it doesn't take a lot of thinking out of the box and just like, there's things where you can be cheap on like this AGM, this AGM doesn't have to be in person. You want to do it in person. Great. Where are most of the people? And I guarantee you most of the people were probably from out west of Vancouver. So let's fly everybody to Vancouver so we don't have to put everybody in a hotel. We just have to put the out-of-towners in a hotel, right? Or like rent an Airbnb and just do the entire meeting in the Airbnb. This doesn't have to be a show for everybody, right? So like there's areas that where you could be cheap and then there's areas where you need to spend money, which is on the cricket at hand, not making all these fancy shirts for yourselves and flying everybody to Halifax. Now, Let's come to the point of these national selectors and these selectors. So here's the criteria, Shades. This is according to their website. Candidates who wish to apply for the stated positions need to fulfill the following criteria for their applications to be considered. Has represented Cricket Canada or a full-associate member of the ICC at international competitions. Has played first-class cricket. Has outstanding administrative, organizational, and communication skills should not be a provincial member representative or a member of the board of directors, past national level selection experience, preferred but not mandatory, or Cricket Canada national national coach, full-time or interim. Okay. That, that limits it to not that many people who live in Canada. That right? point, number one. Number two... All these guys, when you say preferred but not mandatory past national level selection experience, you're just it's it's you know the you know the gate at the subway station that just goes round and round and round. Yeah. It's just like that's what that's yeah. what's happening. Right? It's yeah. just like maybe is Mukesh is Mukesh in a different Mukesh in a role? Is he in a different role now that he's not the selector anymore? I don't or know. I think he, he's like, I think he's dropped no. out of this. I, I don't okay. and, I haven't seen a report come out of this. I thought there was a report. I haven't, I'm looking for it. I can't find it. So if any of our mm-hmm. listeners know that the report that's come out, um, let me know. But all I saw was what I read out to you and then uh, everybody coming, coming in. There's a nice little breakdown of who, uh, who Rashpal Bajwa is as well. Awesome. I, well, I know that, that there's, I know, I know that there's, um, they're promoting and see, this is a cool thing about it too. Is like you have, these like big bash tournaments now. So there's like a big bash tournament in, in, in Vancouver. There's a big bash tournament in Calgary. And then now there's a national big bash tournament in Toronto in King city, which is in like August, uh, whatever. So, and they're like money tournaments. I, 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 they're money tournaments. So like I, for one, like the cricket world is that's where we're at now. Right. Is money tournaments. So like, you know, you're able to really see, the best of the best in these tournaments without even having to host them as a, as a, as a governing body. Does that make sense? Like what's the point of doing a full regional or all these like uh, Canada cup style tournaments when you've got three of these like big bash tournaments where you're going to see kind of the best of the best players in Canada anyways. Yeah. Um, and you'll be able to kind of select from there. That's one. Number two, um, it is more, it's, it's, it's more and more difficult now to select um players for canada because there's so many different leagues now in ontario itself so it's like you know how like before it was like tnd like you dominate the tnd and you're like okay well this is the best league here 
um, you know, all due respect to Brampton and Mississauga League back then. Well, they didn't even exist back then, so yeah. no, no disrespect given. But now there's guys who are playing in the Brampton League, Mississauga League, T&D League. There's guys who don't play in the Super 9 of those leagues because they're the top leagues because they're loyal to their team, so they play in divisions below. But those are really good players, too, who can easily be in contention for selection. So it's actually harder now for the selectors to figure out you know, who is in the, in the top of the, the, the chain there. Um, not to mention now the other provinces as well uh, who are bringing these things in. So, uh, and, and one more thing to mention with that is like, okay, so the Brampton league, right. They're playing on wickets. Like I, I see just, you know, the, 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 the good old posts of scorecards have come about where you're seeing like oh, 160 off yeah. 50 ball. Oh my God. So 160 off 58 balls. Oh geez. Like, that's never been done in TND history before, but guys like Ryan love Ryan doing it every weekend, basically. Uh, I, I, I love the Kumar. post yesterday and I love Ryan too. 16, six, zero fours. Yeah. Six. Yes. I saw that too. So now Ray, I love you to death, buddy, but there's something fishy going on there. <laughs> <laughs> like, and so, so here they are in Brampton league. They're, they get to play on those concrete wickets where you can hit 16 sixes and, and score 160 from 58. Uh, and then, so you're okay. So you're going, all right, based on stats, like, there you go. This guy's a king. And then the other guy who's playing T and D who grinds it out in 50 over format, you know, plays in the league. That's supposed to be the one that they're selecting from. Cause it's the top league quote unquote, but the highest score, like a winning score at King city is the same score that ran scored off 58 balls, like 160, right? Like you get 160 at King city. That's an amazing score because of the conditions. So do we have selectors who even realize that is that being factored in? Like there are so many variables now RC that, that have, I think uh, taken this thing to a point where it's like, all right, um, we need to get everybody into one tournament and yeah, we can go and play that tournament in the Brampton league grounds and we could play the tournament in King city. And let's see how these guys react on flat decks, like concrete decks and how they go about their business there. And let's see how they go about their business on decks where you need to have a little bit more. Yeah. And I don't think, like I said, we're not taking anything away from, from Ray or these guys that are making hundreds. Congratulations. Look, a hundred's a hundred for sure. Not taking anything away, but I think there is a difference between the level and you've got in order to identify the best players, you've got to even out that playing field and say, okay, you know, we're going to find a way on cricketing conditions because this is what happens, right? You play on those conditions and then you go to Oman you go to the Dubai, you're not getting those concrete wickets that are, and then this hard ball that doesn't fly. Right. So like, yeah. you're not getting yeah. those conditions all over again. So how do we level out that playing field um, mm-hmm. and find a way to do it? And I think, you know, to your point about being local to loyal to clubs, all that fun stuff. I'm 100% in agreement with that. You have to be loyal to a club loyalty in Korean Canada has been very hard to come by and that's important. And that's why there is a need for that one level above club cricket, where it yeah. is now some type of representative, first cricket, class, whatever, some type domestic, right? it, domestic, uh, we domestic can call cricket. it, we can call it third class. They have first world countries and third world countries. When it comes to cricketing terms, we're a third world country. So we can call it third class, right. third class cricket. And that's, mm-hmm. that's what we have. Right. So um as my washing machine goes off so that there has to be something like that and if that's the way that cricket canada's headed fantastic but like i just I, there's so much talk that has happened that it's hard to see anything changing well let's look at it like this right so what's coming up so canada has the odi or no not odi <laughs> not even close yet but like the yeah, ability that, ODIs to would get be nice. there <laughs> The, the ability to get there starts or like second phase of that is actually in Toronto, July 24th, if I'm not mistaken, Singapore, Malaysia, what's that group? Singapore, Malaysia, Denmark, uh, et cetera, et cetera. Division three, we are currently, yep. Division four, I think, or three. Anyway, we are in, I think it's division three, but there's two groups. So division three. Yes. And we're in first place right now on net run rate. We're tied with Singapore, if I'm not mistaken. And that is, tournament is from july 24th to august 4th and so it's a one-day thing so we need to focus on who we're going to select 14 guys that we're going to select for that one day series and it's a huge huge hugely important series because you want to and let me just guess 
there's no report of it anywhere. Dude, I'm looking at their I'm looking at the events page for on the Cricket Canada's website. In current events, there's nothing, but past events, Eastern Canada T20, July 2017. Well, well, I, but yeah, I believe I, you. I believe what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I believe what I, you're I, you, you can believe me. You can believe me because <laughs> it is a huge deal. Um, like I'm so excited about it because we have the ability to, to go undefeated type thing in that tournament. I think from a, from a, from a talent perspective, we do have the best team in that pool there. And if we can go undefeated in that one, and then there's another one again. So they have to do that same tournament again. And then from those three times they play those tournaments, whoever comes out on top first place will go into um, the next sort of phase, which is um, the actual league three, I think yeah. like league three proper. Yeah. And then they have the ability to qualify into league two. And then that's the process. So like, it's literally like one step at a time type thing, but, you know, my, my, so the point that I'm getting at is like, where is Cricket Canada in terms of looking at the likes of Matthew Spurs, um, Nicholas Curtin? Um, there's another Australian kid who's from Tasmania who plays uh, versus, you know, the local talent of guys who, and I love all you guys, but you, you didn't do the job in, in, in the qualifier. Um, so kind of, you know, there has to be some ac- accountability with that. Uh, I know that was a T20 thing. So we're looking at a new 50 over team. You know, that's, that's where we're at right now. So are we looking at these T20 games where guys are going 160 off 58, or are we going to now look at who's able to grind it out at King city on the, in these tough conditions at the top level, which is super nine, which has now come back into the TND. Yeah. Um, you know, they're, they're, they'll, so like, you know, I'm talking about the likes of guys like Akash Gill and Akil Kumar and, and, and um, guys who, for me, are, are, are gun players who can play at the 50 over format who haven't really got an opportunity, but it's been a few years. It's been COVID. Like these guys have improved by miles. They work so hard on their game. Um, you know, so many, so many things that, that will come up in such a short amount of time. So, um, you know, if all the, all the listeners, you know, guys who are, who are in contention who want to play for Canada, like, you really got to perform. You really got to put your hand up. You got to put uh, some real numbers on the board and, and, and real, I guess, games are, that are that are being looked at um, to, to get an opportunity here. So, you know, that's the reality of, of what's coming up for, for Cricket Canada and how they can progress. And number two is um, from a from a Cricket Canada perspective, from a from a from a funding perspective. You know, I'm hearing that GT20 is really, really close to being announced. I don't know what you're hearing from your your end, uh, from the from the agent side there, um, but I, I'm hearing that it's really, really close to to coming to fruition, which would be awesome for for Cricket Canada from a from a funding perspective, uh, and from the ability to have our players again rub shoulders with with uh, with professional players. And so, you know, like that's where the excitement comes from for 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 me like even being out here like obviously i got my responsibility of of odi games and series coming up for for nepal um but you know i'm a canadian i'm a fan and 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 like this is what it is this is what's coming up so you know yeah everybody can talk and dwell on on the the agm and and what's come about and what's this same board gonna gonna do now um but i i for one think and i want to believe that they are um they're really gonna get uh get it right this time around and put some things in place, which they've already put out applications for one being a head coach. And when I say head coach, let's take it back to who my, or who the head coach is for Nepal. He's got full responsibility. He's got full clout over things like selection, the national, he basically runs the national team. Okay. And this guy, Pubudu Dasanayaka, he doesn't just coach this team cricket, man. He arranges English classes, computer classes. He cares about these human beings, man. Like, you know, the other day I was sitting in a meeting where he was talking to the players about, you know, having them maybe get a few opportunities to work in in banks, you know, just to get some job experience. He he talked to them about, you know, maybe you're going to be on the outside looking in. Maybe you're not going to be selected in the 14-man squad, you know, these things happen, injuries happen. And, and you know, I, I started to get emotional when he started to talk about the opportunities that they have with these English classes and computer classes and teaching them Microsoft Office and how to use Excel. Like, dude, you, you, I, I was literally in tears. I had to hold back. And, and 
and that's what you want from a from a from a board, right? That's what you want from your cricket board, let alone your coach. So, you know, I really hope that they're 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 looking at some good applicants. I I really hope that there's some quality applicants that put their name forward. I mean, with the with the criteria there, um, with with the chief selector or whatever, like, you know, you gotta be professional, man. You know, and and there are professionals and we have professionals there. Like I I'm over here. Yes. You know, I could be one of them. I've, I've, I've opened myself up. There's so many other guys around, you know, um, but just to give some insight into like, into what, what the meaning is for, for a national team, you know, like, uh, and you got to give somebody, you know, a, a two year commitment, a two year contract. Like you are basically working from ground zero. Like if, if I'm working with Craig Canada as a strength, strength coach or whatever, you know, I need time. Like these guys have not done anything for two, three years. Right. So like you need time, you need responsibility and you need to be given that responsibility and given that chance um, to, to get, to get some results. I, I did not think this podcast was going to go in this direction today. It, it, it all like, I knew we had things on our chest that we wanted to get out. Cause it's been a little while. I've just coming off COVID. I need to just get back into the fray of things, but I did not think, and while you've been talking, yes, I've been listening, but I've also been on Cricket Canada's website and I, it's just making me angrier and angrier and angrier. Their last strategic plan that I just looked up was from 2018 to 2020. So from 2020, to 2022, there hasn't been a strategic plan. The last financial statement I found was from 2019. So from 2019 to 2022, there has been no financial plan. And then I look at this organizational structure and the role of developing elite players falls to the president. What does the president know about developing elite players? Media relations, Mama Sheikh. Media, sorry, media relations, Tony McWatt. Like what, who, who and what have these guys done to now say, hey, like, let's just reelect these guys. Let's just reelect these guys. Like, it's just it, the status quo all over again. And what's, what's the definition of stupidity or, or, or is doing the same thing? over and over again and expecting different results. Like it's, this is ludicrous, right? So there has to come a point where we just have to say like, dude, what have you done? And you know, what would be great, Shady? And this is maybe something that we can try and push for is I'd love an open mic, right? Let's get the board on a call. It can be a Zoom webinar and let's just ask some questions, right? Like people want that openness and maybe they have done a lot. And we just don't see it. And we'll see it come to fruition in 2023. Maybe they have. We just don't know. So maybe you'll love something like that. Um, go ahead. I, uh, I, I, I know. I'll just kind of wrap that, that one up and, and, and say that I know for a fact that they are coming around and, 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 and they've started to make the right steps in that direction. That's all I'm going to say is I know for a fact that they are coming around and they're starting to make some really good quality decisions there's some vision there that is a little bit more realistic um and and you know (laughs) i like we are we are really hoping and 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 kind of like trusting like you know when you're like "Ah, i can't really trust this i can't really trust this like yeah i really want to so like i'm you know i'm speaking for we're we're a podcast we're we're very open about our, our opinions and people want to hear about it. And they obviously uh, deserve that. That's the way the world is now. Like you're held accountable on social media. You're held accountable on all these things. And we're a platform where, where, where this is what we do. Um, and I, I'm here saying and stating that they are definitely making some moves where I'd like to give them the benefit of the doubt for this next two weeks, you know, May. And I think by June, there, there will be a plan that's going to be um, transparent. And I really hope that that is, tr- and that, that is true. I, I just really hope so, man, because um, like yeah. I said, I'm a real fan and that's what I want to see. I don't think there's anyone that hopes that that's true more than, more than you and I. Yeah. In, in, in all honesty, we're, yes, we're tough. Yes, I've been a little heated today, but. There's yeah. nobody that wants the success of Cricket Canada more. And that's, we keep saying that over and over again, is all we want is for Cricket Canada to be successful. It's like being a Leafs fan, right? Like we, <laughs> we can rile on the Leafs all day, but I promise you, I will be supporting next year. I promise when we get to the playoffs, I will have that hope that we're going to win the Stanley Cup. 
But at the same yeah. point, that comes with its territory. When you put on that league shirt, it comes with the territory. When you put on that Cricket Canada presidency hat, the secretary hat, it comes with the territory. So don't complain when you get criticized for, and that, you say the next two weeks, and I sincerely hope that it comes in. Um, but I, I'm not going to hold my breath just considering I said the same thing that you just said two years ago when this AGM happened. I said, it's a new start, new vision. And I haven't seen shit all for two years. So I'm not going to hold my breath. Last thing before we wrap up, because now we've been going on this for a little bit. Um, and I promise yeah. we'll talk about this a little bit more in the coming weeks, but I want to talk about, we've been talking about, this has been like your, your, um, your baby is this under 23 team. It was finally announced that the Toronto oh. league is going to have an under 23 team. Um, they had to forfeit their first game, I heard. So that wasn't a great start. They've announced Farouk Kermani as uh, as coach. And talking about this revolving door, dude, like Farouk, man, just it's time to step aside and let somebody else take the charge of these these kids, man. I, I personally think, I just don't think he's the right man for the job. So um, what are your thoughts on this new uh, U23 setup, Shades? <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, you know, I'm... Um... On one hand, like I'm really happy that it's come to fruition because whatever it is, at least the players who are under 23 are getting exposed to playing cricket. Like it's here are the sad things for me is like they're playing in the elite division. So it's two, it's elite, then there's one or no, they're playing in the premier division. Sorry. So above the premier division is elite, and above the elite is the super nine. When the under 23 team first started, it was put into the top division and the national team coach was the captain of the team and played in the team um, for reasons obvious um, mentorship, uh, being able to see and you know, access the players, uh, making sure there isn't any favoritism, et cetera. The, the fact that they are playing in that division you know, and we have to understand like the premier division has, I think 20 odd teams, the elite on top has about 20 odd teams. So you're, if you think about the, the quality there um, and the exposure to, to the facilities, man, like the whole point of the under 23 thing was like, let's get these guys exposed to playing on turf wickets so that there's some development, right? So the key word is development uh, with regards to the under 23 team. It was never about winning. Um, it was about development. So you know, um, I'm not going to speak about the coach and 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 or who's appointed because, like, I don't even really know and and how why they forfeited the first game. I'm not really, um, you know, I don't really know the details of that. But why wasn't there an application process to seek out a coach mm. um, to give that opportunity to what I think would be at least five to ten people who would be interested in that job. Um, oh, like, you know, if it's not a paid job, then you can just be very clear in the application that it's a, not a paid job. It's a volunteer job. Be very clear in the application, what the job entails, like any job application. And I think there would have been some, some, some good men that, uh, that like would have I put can their think hand of about that. 75 on the top of my head. That would mean better. Yeah. And, and, and I've been a bit harsh on today's podcast, and I feel like yes. I have. You but sure have. I also feel like I'm being real. But, like Farouk Kermani yeah, is not yeah. the right man for the job. I, I like it's yeah. he ha he wasn't in 2009 when I played under 19 cricket and he certainly isn't now. Um, there's time for, for a change. And I look at the things like what Abdul Samad is doing. Right. Like guys like that, that you don't hear of, but they are, mm -hmm. they are doing great things on the side. Derek Pereira with OCA. I know Derek's probably not going to want to coach the, the under 23 team, but there's people like that. Why See, that's aren't the they, thing, though. why aren't they more involved? Like, why aren't we that's going the to thing, them and though. saying, like, Hey, he, how he, can we get you more involved? Rather we yeah, keep going yeah. to the same people over and over again that don't work. Yeah. That, that's the thing is like, you know, the, the assumptions are, are, are I think what's killing us, right? Like, I don't Derek, man, like he would, I'm thinking that he would take that on just for the development of cricket. Like, uh, you know, even though he's so busy with his own academy and stuff, 
a guy like that would take it on just for the development of of of, of under twenty three guys like Surinder Siraj. Sport. I mean, we can talk about names. I'm not. I don't want to talk about any names of guys that would be better or worse. I just would have loved to have seen an application process. I would have loved to have seen that that plan, um, that vision be promoted a little bit, not just, oh, sign up now. The season's already started. We had to forfeit yeah. our first game. We didn't have enough guys. Like, if you're going to do it, you got to do it right because it's such an important um, aspect to the development of cricket in Canada. Uh, it's it's more important than anything. It's more important than these regional tournaments because like, we're at ground zero. You want to try to identify guys who are 23 and you're talking about under 23 some of guys who are 23 and 22 like at 23 i was playing in the national team yeah. so were so many other guys if you look at the hero patels the ravindu gunasekras the nitesh kumars the the list goes on ashish guys the list goes zubin sakaris the list goes on and on they were 21, Why you say 22 my name? years old playing oh can, oh you too yeah. well done Thanks. and oh so like that that reminds me about the under 23 <laughs> team in, in 2007 so let's take it back. I just want to share this story because um, I, I know this story and you can shed some more light. So there was an under-23 team in 2007, which you... And we were good. So I just mentioned. Good. Like, good. And what happened was in the top division of the, of the T&D, uh, there was 12 teams. And... Um, it was still Premier right? at this time. So 2007 was, was, was the last the year of division. Premier and they were creating Elite for the next year. Yes. Yes. So the next year was going to be Elite and it was only going to be nine teams so eight teams had gone through and they what ranjit saini was in charge of tnd at that time and ranjit saini said oh we're gonna have this uh play-in tournament type thing because everybody wanted popeyes uh pcb popeyes who had they had chima they, they had uh yeah they were and they were in first division they weren't even in premier yes. so they had right so they were a division below so they were the ones who won and wanted to come up yeah. So that they were the they finished first in the first division, so they had the right to play in this play-in tournament. And the last three teams of the top division also went into this play-in tournament. Under twenty-three team was one of them. And what happened? So the, all they wanted was to get PCB, and they thought they were going to crush everyone because they had all these stars. <laughs> and what happened? Under twenty-three won that tournament, and you hit the four in the final game to win the game. And under 23, it was a big celebration. And Pubudu was the coach, right? Pubudu was the coach. Pubudu played that game too. Pubudu played in the team. Well, yeah. you'd want it to, like, that's what yeah. I'm talking about, dude. The guys that played test cricket, like, uh, yeah. he was and playing the, for Canada, I think, at he, that time. Exa like, exactly. He was still playing. Time. He was still, no, he was still playing. He Centurions. Had just retired. Yeah, 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 yeah. The year before he played for Centurions, but you like test, test cricketer. And that's what you want from the under 23 setup, right? Um, and then what happened was the under, so the under 23 team won, boom, they get the ninth spot. What happens? Politics, <laughs> things behind the scenes. And next thing you know, next year, there is no under 23. It's completely scrapped and Popeye's PCB is in the, the, the top division. Yeah. And, and just am so I right? am I right you're 100% right. You're 100% right. And just so everybody knows is I came in to face one ball. It was the last ball of the, the game. We needed three to win. Uh, Simon, Simon, uh, goes, Saad bin Zuffer's bowling. So, Simon goes, I wasn't going to sweep. Simon goes, he's going to sweep. And I said, huh, that's, that sounds like a really good idea. It bowled a good length side and just slog swept before. Thank you very much. Uh, that there's the game. But so what happened was, the reason they, and I guess this game was played in protest, is what we heard from PCB. So PCB, the, the thing was, PCB was going to go no matter what happened. Yeah, clearly. And what they said was, and the way under 23, and you can allude to this, is I think we were allowed two players that were over 23 because they wanted that mentorship program. Right. for okay. So within the bylaws of the under 23 team, I think it was either two or three folks that were allowed to be over 23 that played in the team. Um, and Imran Khan played as well. The West Indies, the Trinidadian leg spinner played oh, in that game. Sharky. But I don't, I think he might've been 23. So I don't No, I, No, no, no. He, he would have been like 24. Yeah. But so right I know this there. now. Yes, he did play that. And he, but he played the whole season. He did. He did. Yeah. So, yeah, um, so yeah. So, and then that's kind of what they, they said, basically like Imran Khan wasn't allowed to play because he was an overseas pro and all this jazz. And that's how they got through um even though we beat them fair and square oh and yeah and, and well, now I'll it's go, in, I'll go, I'll, uh, 
this is the thing, Shades, though. You wanted to play in that team because it was at the highest level of competition, right? You wanted to go because you might not make your first team. And some of us were. Some of us were already playing at that level. But it's another game to play against the highest level of competition. Now you're playing in, we talked about third-class cricket. This is sixth-class cricket that you're playing in now. Yeah. Right? No chance of turf. No no chance of turf. Unless you play at the cricket club. That's it. Like, yeah. Like, the cricket club's not yeah. even playing on turf right now. Yeah. Like, so, you know, th- the whole thing with that is like, that was the last time the under 23 ever existed. And, um, no, I don't, no, no, was, no, 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 that's, that's incorrect. It wasn't the last, oh. it was the last time it was existed in the pop. They tried the same thing that they're trying now, the TND under 23. Cause at that time that was a Canada under 23 team. Oh, they tried a TND under 23 team, but it was again, same thing. It was in a division lower division or two lower and just failed. Just like we're expecting this to fail right now. Cause they're not doing it. Right. Yeah, no, for sure. Like you, you have to have, um, you know, the fruit has to be high on the tree, man. You got to have like everybody wanting that fruit. Right. Like, and um, that's what that, sort of under 23 vibe created the Canada under 23 was, you know, you got your Canada coach playing in the team or like a really good mentor playing in the team. You've got a, a West Indies pro playing in the team. Um, shout out to Imran Khan. He's the captain of Trinidad, uh, by the way, and a really good friend of mine. Um, they have a, their regional game coming up tomorrow. Um, but yeah, so like now if you think about Canada under 23 and bringing it in now, like you want to make it so such a big deal that Vancouver, Calgary, fucking newfoundland they want to send their very best 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 under 23 guy and i'm saying guy or maybe guys times two fly them down get them a chance to play on this team it's not about winning that's how you get exposure for these guys right put them at the top level how do we get like you think about this under 23 it's almost like a canada a team in a way right like that's how it it was looked at back then 100 looked at back then that's how i made well we would that's we would play the warm-up games Right. Yeah, like when, yeah, like exactly. if the UAE yep. was coming in, like we would play yep. against, we wouldn't play against the UAE. And sometimes we did, but we would play against Canada yep. as a warm up game. Like that was yeah, Canada's yeah. warm up game. And you talk about these like big bash tournaments, you talk about this regional stuff coming in. It would make you look so good to have your under 23 team in there, the content you'd get, the sponsors you'd get. Like this is the, this is the thing that, you know, like this topic here really gets me because I was such an advocate for it and to have it just kind of be put in like last minute and kind of, you know, without any, without any, like you could have really done something special with it. I still hope it, 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 it does magic. I still hope that, um, you know, the, the best under 23 players are, are, are interested and into it. Um, I know that those hopes are, 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 are just not like, there's no, the fruit is not, yeah, the fruit is and, not as sweet, right? The and that's the thing, Shades, is you're going to get the best players that are going to go want to play in Mississauga Cricket League or Brampton Cricket League because they got to play 50 overs in, in, again, in Premier, which is two division, yeah. three divisions lower than the top division. Why, yeah. why would you do that? And they're probably getting paid 50 yeah. bucks to go play in, in Mississauga yeah, or Brampton more. anyways. Right? More, so more, more. That's, that's the one thing. The, the, the last thing I'll say on this is it kind of feels like, you know when you forget your anniversary or your, or your wife's birthday? But you're and you're on the way back and you get that text and then you stop off at the gas station to go pick up the gas station flowers and a gas station birthday card to give to your wife. Old, that's what this feels fuzzy, like. Yeah. The old fuzzy peaches. Yeah. That's what this feels like is like they forgot and they're like, oh, wait, we should probably do this. So here we go. Here's a Facebook post. That's what it feels like. Uh, who can we call? Farouk's available. Let's get him to coach. And then that's what it is. So with that, I think <laughs> I think we've talked enough shit for one one podcast. Hey, Shades, what do you think? Yeah, you've 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 been real candid. Um, <laughs> I I I'm uh, you know I I'm wearing the hat of like you know progressive, um, hopeful, um, professional sort of like request dreams. I call it dreams because um, I still I really believe in in it, and I think these little things you can learn from these little you know, mistakes and little things and it, we're always learning, but sooner or later you got to stop learning and you got to kind of figure it out. Right. Like, uh, so, yeah. so, you know, and I think that that's where I think we should leave it. And, and, um, 
When, and like, 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 you, like the best, the best thing that you said was about the Leafs thing. And I was thinking about that. I'm like, you know, let's let's look at it like the Leafs thing, right? Like they they brought everyone back. They announced it today the Maple Leafs are bringing back the coach, the yeah. players, the GM, the owner. Everybody's back. Just just because you know what? Let's just win around. Yeah, that's all. We're let's asking. just win around. Don't don't worry about the Stanley Cup. Let's just win around. And and I I think that. Like the Leafs, once they win around, I, I guarantee they'll probably win the cup. Yeah, so, uh, I'm gonna leave it at that. From from my end, well, I I agree, and I think Jenny, I've been passionate, I've been candid, and it's because I care, right? And I think we talk about this all the time. And the, that Leafs example is just a prime example. Is we care? I just want to kind of see that care from the board. Really, I want show me that you care. A little bit. So with that, uh, thank you, everybody. Uh, apologies to anybody that I've pissed off, but it just needed to be candid here for, for a little while. Um, and with that, we'll, we'll see you next week. That's Shahid Kishwani. I'm Arsalin Kadir. Uh, we'll see you next week. This has been Dropped Again. Adios. Peace.